Okay, and we're recording. Oh my gosh, I'm right. breathing. Right? Now, stop breathing. But we're recording. No one asked no. me to breathe. Okay, wait a second. Now I feel like I've been back to doing corn. I'm not going to tell your dog not to breathe. Yeah, but no, he breathes loud. Maybe, I don't know if dogs can get sinus infections. Well, I don't see why they couldn't, but I think I would have... I was joking about your dog No, you were serious, but I mean, there is some evidence that points towards that and more that points towards he, that's just how he breathes. I know. He's just a wheezy dog. Dogs can't breathe out of their mouth, right? Mm. I don't think they can. Local vets? No, yes, they can because they pant. Yeah, I was about to be like, okay. that doesn't sound right. Babies can't breathe out of their mouth until they're like six months old. I feel like you told me that. And I was just yeah. like, who's... I mean, I guess people have to pay attention to how babies are breathing because... That's how they die. Anyway. <laughs> Yikes. And we're back. Together. We're back to you very tired. And our long distance relationship is over for the next 12 hours. Actually, less, less than that. <laughs> Eight. No, not even eight. I think it's like six. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. We should be in bed, people. But we're here bringing you the quality content that you subscribe to and don't get regularly. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely don't get regularly. Um, But it's fine because there are other podcasts to listen to that are more (laughs) successful and more consistent. So in the meantime, you get this and then after you can listen to the other. Is this my water bottle or yours? No, that's definitely mine. Oh, okay. I was about to say, damn it, Lacey, another water bottle. But I didn't want to prematurely say yes. it if it wasn't. Coming to you live from our um, long-distance studio in the great my, state of Texas. My couch. <laughs> it's just not my couch. Oh, my gosh. Um, Lacey and- has drank, please, we're setting up a Patreon solely because Lacey has drank 18 water bottles and not finished a single one since she has been at my apartment. And nothing drives me crazier than when people get, well, there are things that drive me crazier, but this is definitely top 20. Oh my God. People get water bottles the and The is coming out. She wasn't this mad like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> like, what? Like, I thought she was mad, but then I was like, oh, well, she's fine. And now the, like, actual (laughs) feelings are coming out. Okay, fine. I just didn't know you guys. I made a comment, a passive-aggressive comment, about you drinking all those damn waters and then you get another one. (laughs) I have nothing to defend myself. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't drink not near any of those water bottles, and I'd do it again, too. (laughs) Get out. We gotta start this podcast. Oh um, so thank you for bearing with us through one that and two us not posting pretty regularly. It's been very yeah. hard being in a long distance relationship. Yeah, we forget sometimes that we yeah. are supposed to be recording. Yeah, and I will say I'm still adjusting to my new home, my new area. So that's been taking up a lot of my time, but we're still right. here for the trash bags also. Yeah. Damn it, my ear horn is at so many stories <laughs> before we really get this thing going with episode six of you um we went to a beer festival yesterday and we were sitting there towards the end of the night in like a nice little circle kumbaya style oh my god i'm sorry people in the middle of this story Sorry, I just threw. Anywhere else. Oh my gosh, she just threw a wet tea bag on her kitchen I could not put it anywhere else because this couch is suede. So, 
Yeah, you need to get a coffee table. I changed my mind. Yeah, I should. Um, but yeah, anyway, we went to the beer festival. Smart found a maritime air horn on the ground and took it home. Yeah. And because that's, it was just a good find. It was a good find, but also I was just afraid that she was going to air horn me for the next, like, the 24 hours following. And then I left it at a place where we went after. Exactly. But I would get it back. So don't you worry. I'm so sorry, citizens of Dallas. Um, so we're gonna start with this episode. So we are on episode six. We've already watched this, like both of us. Yeah. And at this point, like we're more just fed up with the fact that this series is still going on. It's never ending. It's never ending. And even when I watched it at the beginning, and I still haven't seen the last two episodes, mind you, um, but I know what happens. And we're we're at this point we're just fed up with all the characters we know their flaws we know their problems everything we know they're gonna die yeah and so at this point it's more just to like okay let's figure out why the heck they're doing all these things and then we'll get through it so i have my notes pulled up so that i can remind each of us what happened in both of these episodes. even though we did just watch it but i was also doing laundry and like yeah you weren't watching yes which is why i was like let me take notes and then it'll just jog her memory um for your commentary because it's monday but it's sunday i've got to get ready for my week we all do oh, sorry i was only one being proactive <laughs> all right and we're starting so we open on peach has just been hit with a rock lol because that happened she doesn't know by who yeah but it was broad daylight and you had to have turned at least a little bit with footsteps approaching you, but that's neither here nor there. Well, maybe she had earpods and she was running. Like, I don't look back if I'm running outside, but we know who mm-hmm. it is as the viewers. It was Joe. Yeah, you know, Joe. Yeah, the Joe. stocky, murderous, creepy guy. Yes. And so we catch Peach. She's out of the hospital. She's living with Beck. And Joe's nervous as hell that it's him. So he kind of just keeps saying, like, this could be the end. This could be it for us. Are you going to send me to jail? I don't really know what's going to happen when I walk in with this get well soon kitten balloon. should happen. Oh, yeah, should. But this is you we're talking about. (laughs) And so so none of the above happened. (laughs) And everyone is clueless. And, you know, we walk in and we get that kind of like fake out of Peach being like, it was you. And then he's like, what? And then she goes, you were the one who said I had a stalker. And you were right. I guess I owe you an apology. But I'm not going to apologize. I'm uh, Peach. Uh. <laughs> so he's like, phew. <laughs> I almost thought you had me right there. So Peach thinks she has a stalker. They're trying to figure out who it is. They're like, mm, maybe it's because you're a celebrity. And it's like, well, if this was like actually Shay Mitchell, then like maybe. Yeah. But Peach. Well, she called herself a celebrity. She was like, life in the public eye is so hard. Hmm. It's like, What? Jamie Salinger has actual grandchildren and we don't know who they are and she's portraying a grandchild of J.D. Salinger but like we don't know who they are in real life so in this fantasy land of you they're famous because her granddad wrote two books no I think she thinks she's famous because of like being rich pretty and like kind of like a socialite but regardless you're correct in your assumptions so She's living with Beck and making her get her tea and basically just treating Beck like a, a house wench with, in her own house, which I just, whew, you feel bad for a little bit, but yeah. then she's also allowing it. So you're like, well, okay. She seems fine with it at the time. Also, yeah. And Joe's just like, are you sure you don't need my help? I mean, this is a little crazy. When's she leaving? So like, I can come back and like, we can fuck on the regular. <gasps> he literally sounds like a bum ass boyfriend who has also nowhere to live so he's trying to live on the couch but now peach is on the couch so he's mad 
And, you know, he's the mayor of the bums. Well, he, they've given him a sash. Bum and he's, he just become queen bum. Yeah. <laughs> and they both declared that today is bum day. Where we both you, just mooch off back. Do you remember that Kevin Hart joke about the bum bum? No. Okay, I'll play it for you later. Never mind. Keep moving on. Um, prayers out to Kevin Hart, too. He got in a car accident. Oh, no, like a bad one? I think he's, like, in the hospital and okay, but I think it was one of those, like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. But, like, a lot of comedians were, like, prayers out for Kevin. I'm, like, prayers okay. out for Kevin. Anyway. Y'all also send the prayers up whenever yeah. you're listening to this. Right. Thoughts we'll be out of the hospital by then. But we definitely should be. Um, okay, so then Joe's, like, talking to Beck, and then Peach walks in without talking to Joe and says to Beck, um, <clears throat> I don't like having males in my healing space. So could you ask Joseph... Josepher to leave <laughs> and Beck's like you know he's right there right and she's yeah. like I don't need confrontation so Joe leaves because he's just like I'm not dealing with this this is war she's trying to manipulate you and like her memory might get jogged and she might remember it was me right you never know concussions could really mess stuff up yeah get your phone bro oh I thought I put it on silent <laughs> you just heard it too <laughs> <laughs> you looked at it as it did, and it said, "I thought I put it outside." That's still true. <laughs> okay, so anyway, then Joe looks through Peach's purse. He finds tickets to Perry for herself and because um, he Guinevere. loves stealing and being sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> he loves thieving, yeah. scheming, plotting, killing. <laughs> Killing and dealing. What's past a trifecta? A quadfecta? Ooh, I guess so. That sounds right. Quatrifecta? A quad. Ooh. Oh, oh Lord. Yeah. yeah. I know words and prefixes. What? Okay, carry on. <laughs> I'll update you guys later. Um. Yeah. And so, realizing that what the heck did she buy two tickets to Paris for? What is she plotting? Quadfecta. Wow, I was right. Oh my God. <laughs> I know I should have just waited. I teach people how to read. <laughs> I'm an educator. Um, so uh, Peach decides, you know what? Me and Beck are going to go to my house upstate. It's quieter there. I'll be safe for my stalker. Let's go. And obviously, it doesn't really make sense for them to actually go there. But we need a new setting for all the stuff that goes down later. Um, oh, this was a thought I had. And I would love to hear your opinion. But Joe kept going on and on about how, like, he had to save Beck from Peach and all this other stuff and how like she's being manipulated and all this stuff. And it reminded me of our good friend, John Paul Jones. Oh, oh my gosh, I was just about to say that too. <laughs> uh, like from the but great also Bachelor Dylan Paris. and John Paul Jones, because I feel like that's the way Dylan, we're talking about the Bachelor franchise. If yes. anybody's up to date, this current season of Bachelor in Paradise, there have been some men who just like don't have it together in any way, shape or form. One of them being <laughs> Dylan, who's, sole pursuit has been Hannah G while she has made out with people in front of him, behind him, sideways, and then came back and told him about it. Yeah. And he doing cries. the great line. Yeah, doing the great and he cries and says like she's the only one for him. And then we have John Paul Jones who has been told to his face that, you know, he can see other people because Taisha, the woman he is also pursuing the most and can only see himself with her long term. His words. So she is now pursuing another man. And he's out of nowhere come up with these slanderous things to say about him. Yeah. And said how he needs to protect Tasha from this man who's a cruel, evil devil who <laughs> uses Instagram to defile young women of all sorts. But yep. he never said any of this before. No. 
he never said any of these character flaws about this man until him and Tasha were together. So right, it's a lot of like it's not even gaslighting at that point. It's just like the oh she doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't know that she's being lied to, yeah, manipulated. I am the best, and it like on some degree it is caring. Like like one degree it's caring because like if someone is like actually lying to someone you care about, you do want to tell them. That makes sense. But when you come out of nowhere with like. She has no idea what's going on. She is a fool, and I must save her from that foolery. And the only one who can save her is me because I know that she's my wife. And it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's take it back a notch. Yeah, but that's the same vibe that Joe is giving us as he also follows them upstate because, once again, he's a stalker. Uh, but he gets into a car accident and he hits his little bumpy head. Yeah, we're really upset about it. <laughs> But he He's starts still to lose a human it. being too. Yeah, yeah. But like, you get into a car accident, and then like, you start hallucinating. You definitely got some internal bleeding, yeah. probably a concussion, and external. Like his head is blessed open. Oh yeah, external bleeding as well. Yeah. And he starts hallucinating his ex girlfriend and all these things. So that's how we know things are really uh, not looking good for him. But he, you know, puts on like a fake frat boy outfit and continues on his trek to watch over Beck. But then he gets pulled up over by the police. Phew. And <laughs> the police are just like, hey, what's up, man? Why you look so busted up? And then he makes up a lie about how he got jumped and he's just trying to make it to his country home for his wife to help fix him up. And it's just this long, elaborate story that no one believes, including this cop. But at the same time, he feels like he's getting one over on him, um, which we also realize could only happen to a white man in America because... If anybody else was doing that in front of the police and like kind of showboating and like was obviously beaten up and like, you know, just randomly bleeding and driving up the road. It was ridiculous. Yeah, because he's also driving. So it's like a 1960s muscle car. So it's obviously of some value. Like he's beat up. He makes up this story about how he like got jumped, but he also has a watch on. So he's like, they got away with my wedding, wedding ring. And the officer's like, but not your watch. And he's like, no, not my watch. Thank God, like, thieves are idiots or something. So it, mm. it was just all... Mm. Yeah. And also, it's the watch that he stole off Benji. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just if anybody caught that, because it was an expensive, nice watch. Yeah, once again, thieving. You know, it's just been a week for thieves. Which, how has Beck not noticed that that's Benji's watch? Well, he wasn't wearing it the whole time. Okay. He just put it on to, like, make himself seem rich. So that if anything or anyone stopped him... He would look like he belonged upstate, I guess. Okay. So he wasn't wearing it the whole time. He oh. put it on to go stock and thief. Um, yeah, so the police lets him go, but he still takes the plates down. We find that out later. And we, you know, cut to the house. You know, Beck and Peach are just having a grand old little brunch and going shopping and all these things. And Joe's still got a lot of internal bleeding. It's just limping around the property, like trying to find his way in. Um, also hallucinating, also yes. trying to give himself stitches and then well, passing out. It it was pure ridiculousness. One, <laughs> that like somebody who is clearly injured would still be able to break an enter into this place is beyond me <laughs> without it being noticeable because he was like limping. I assume he's making a ton of noise. Yeah. Two, Peach really proposed the perfect suburban Saturday for their agenda. She said, let's go to the mall. Let's go get some pizza. And let's go see a matinee. 
That is literally like my 11 year old. That was my dream Saturday. That was a perfect Saturday. That was on, that's about half of our Saturday, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, that's what we do on Saturdays. We're living out our 11 year old dreams. Yeah, going to the mall and not having to be like, okay, I'm going to get picked up at this time. So we have to go to Claire's before two o'clock or else my mom is going to. Yeah. Yeah. So she plans a perfect weekend. She brings in a drug dealer. They do some MDMA. What is the... If that's ecstasy, isn't it? It's Molly, yeah. It's Molly. Okay. Wait, what's the street name for ecstasy? Or is it just ecstasy? Molly is the purest form of ecstasy. Oh. So I guess ecstasy is like... Like, I don't know. Like... <laughs> I don't know a word for stepped on. I watched The Wire, so I've heard the term like stepped on before, which basically means drugs that are like mixed with other things mm-hmm. to make the supplier have a higher quantity. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, because they're splitting it. So it's yeah, like, exactly. Okay. Like they're putting like baking soda in cocaine or something like that. Oh, man. I got to finish Euphoria. Anyway. But I mean, Euphoria. Does it go in that? That in depth. But yeah, I don't think actually. Maybe they do put baking soda in cocaine. I don't know. Similar substances that would like look similar, but is breaking down the purity. Okay. But Molly is the purest form of. Hmm. Okay, I just wanted to be noted that I don't know about any of this stuff because I'm not a drug girl and I want that on the record. Neither am I, but I love drug shows. I love the History Channel's Drugs Inc. Would recommend 10 out of 10. I've watched The Wire like three times through. Love Euphoria. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> so the drug dealer is like, yeah, let's do some Molly. And so they all do. And that's when Peach decides to sort of assault Beck. She like they all go upstairs and like people start making out. There's some weird vibey music playing. It sounds like an anthropology, and everyone's just rolling. But of course, Peach is trying to make moves on Beck, and then eventually Beck's like, I guess not rolling enough to be like, hey, no, I don't want to do that. So she gets up and she's like, no, no thanks. I have a boyfriend. I'm getting out of here. So she yeah. leaves. Um, good job, Beck. We're so proud of you. But Joe is under the bed and he's rooting for you as well. <laughs> um, yeah. So that happens. And then Peach and the drug dealer end up having sex, but clearly she's not into it because she wanted Beck the whole time. So it's one of those things where like Joe's under the bed, like just talking to himself. And at one point he talks out loud and like says like, I sound crazy. And it's just like, you're self-aware enough, but you're also still bleeding out of your head. So I'm not particularly too sure how they were supposed to play that out. So let's see, sex, sex, sex. I'm trying to get through what else happens. Oh, there was a Vera Bradley tote. We love, which we just went <laughs> to the Vera Bradley store two days ago. It's true. Yeah. And the duffels are still rolling out popularly. They were 25% off for Labor Day. Honestly, not a bad deal considering they hold a lot. I the cost. Me neither. It's probably like 100 bucks. Okay. Yeah, no. Listen, I have officially stopped buying the Vera Bradley. We have phased that out of my life. Very recently, Lacey made the yes, choice. Yes, I recently made the choice by giving away my last piece of Farrah Bradley items to the local Goodwill. I hope somebody enjoys my uh, red and brown small duffel tote. It got if me through a lot. If it's you, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, you're welcome from me. Um, but yeah, basically Beck is just like, I'm going to get out of here because you're being weird and like you seem fine and I shouldn't have to take care of you anymore. And then it was like the biggest gaslight fight ever because Beck was trying to say like, hey, if you're like fluid or gay or whatever, I'm totally fine with that. I just want you to talk to me because last night was like really weird for me. And of course, Peach is like, oh, oh, how could you? Like, 
Ooh. just so upset and it starts being like of course you just want attention how dare you come to me with these accusations all you care about is yourself but of course when beck's like okay fine then i'll just leave she's like wait you're gonna leave me when i need you so they have this whole big fight that basically ends up with beck just being like listen girl it's really hard to be friends with you I don't want to move to Paris with you and nope. start my life over. Sure don't. I don't want to do any of that. I'm going to go back to New York and not leave my friends, family, loved ones, etc. Yeah. And Peach just couldn't handle it, but she just runs back inside. Of course, Joe is still limping around, and because he's still hallucinating, Peach finds him eventually and gives him a good whack in the back of the head. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, it's a lot of like villain to villain monologuing, like you know how, okay, you don't watch superhero movies, but in any superhero movie or any movie where there's a villain and there's an evil plot, the plot gets revealed like, oh, it was you who hit me in the head with a rock. Yeah, yeah. it was, and I'd do it again too. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> you just talked about, that's not any movie or plot, that's Scooby-Doo. This is very Scooby-Doo-like <laughs> because Peach literally solved the case. You also forgot there's a gun. Oh, yes. Okay, so, <laughs> my bad. Joe has a gun because he found a gun in Peach's purse earlier in the day, but she ended up hiding it somewhere else because I guess she didn't want to walk around the mall with a gun. Makes sense. So he finds it, has it in his waistband, and then she whacks him with the book and then steals the gun from him and is basically just pointing it at him like, you, why are you in my house? <gasps> it was you. <gasps> it was you. This is about Beck. And that's when, you know, why are you wearing Benji's watch? Like everything that we've all been like, yeah, he's been doing a lot of shit lately. Haven't you all noticed? Oh, wait, no, you haven't. So Peach literally solves the case, Scooby-Doo style. Like yep. <gasps> the mask is off and it was like, <gasps> Mr. Jenkins from the gas Ooh, station. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, that would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for that meddling peach. Yeah, pretty much. So that's where we're at. And Joe's just like, put the gun down. Let's just talk this out. Crazy to crazy, you know? Then, dun, 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 the camera fades out and we hear a pop. Yeah, it's all struggle, struggle, struggle. Fight, 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 fight. Drag, drag. Cuts away. Gunshot. Boom. Cuts a black. Who got shot? I don't know. We don't know. No one knows. But of course, this wasn't our real TV, so we didn't have to wait for like, you know... A summer's eve commercial and like you know yeah. anything else from lifetime and we find out that the police are in the corner are attempt are coming to the house we hear peach aka shade mitchell's voice over in a voiceover of like hello friends and loved ones yada 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 it's a suicide note but it also fades into joe's voice like halfway through because we see that peach is dead joe has escaped and made it look like she you know killed herself and he's gotten away scot-free once again, killing another one of people in Beck's life. Which is crazy. Like one, well, I guess he's still in her computer, so he knew prematurely that she had like a suicide note. Mm -hmm. But two, also that like, she clearly had a stalker. So I feel like you're opening yourself up to, if you're taking her body, dragging it around, making it look like a suicide, you're leaving a ton of evidence, which we see later, to where you could be caught. Like you are counting your lucky stars that you haven't been caught yet. And everyone already knows she had a stalker, someone who assaulted her. Would it have been that crazy if he just would have shot her and left that like the soccer came and killed her? Like yeah. that would have been pretty believable. But I don't think that he was thinking clearly in any way, shape or form. Yeah, because he was still had a that she had plans to leave. Like people, they're like signs of suicide. Like people who are about to commit suicide, like they're just like 10 big things like 
They give their things away. They're talking about their life ending often. They don't make plans for the future because they're planning on killing themselves. She yeah. done none of those. She had solid plans. She had flights booked. Yeah, like, an apartment that she was ready to rent. An apartment. Like she well, she had just hung out with all of her friends, like, you know, the night before and like and not fine. Yeah, yeah, seemed fine, not crazy fine. Like she wasn't talking about any of that. So yeah. He really obviously screwed himself with this, but he thought, okay, I'm getting Peach out of the way. My life is great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he goes to, and this is like a weird side B story, but like the neighbor who had the abusive boyfriend owed her, owed Joe a favor. So he goes to the neighbor like, hey, can you fix this gun wound that I got in the middle of my struggle? Because she's a nurse. Yeah, because she's a nurse. And so he's, she's fixing it up for him, just not asking any questions. Because he said, please don't ask And what kind questions. of favor is this, too? Like, it's like, oh, do you need me to let your dog out? Well, I feel like it had to be a bigger favor than that. Because in the previous episode, her boyfriend basically beat his ass. Yeah. So it's like, I if someone tried to beat my ass and then was like, actually, I owe you one. This shouldn't have never happened. I'd yeah. be like, you're going to buy it's me. A big one. Yeah. I don't know. You're going to pay my rent. You're going to do something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But also, I would never be in that position. One, because my neighbors are relatively nice, and I don't think any of them would beat my ass. And two, you never know. <laughs> Listen, if you was teaching us anything, you can't trust anybody. Oh, and that's why I have a security system. <laughs> um, which brings us to today's sponsor. Simply Safe is a. <laughs> <laughs> you could have kept going. That was good. I know. It's like we're gonna take a short break. Yeah. Um, and that short break is brought to you by Simply, Simply Safe. Safe. Yes. Simply Safe is offering all of our listeners ten percent off this fictional security system. Well, no, Simply Safe is real. What? Yeah, sure it's off all the true true crime uh true crime podcasts I listen to. Whoa. Yeah, I don't they know. they're great at market true crime podcasts. I guess Simply, yeah, that is perfect marketing, but it also stresses me out that for like a crimes podcast, you're offering home security because that I feel like it's like encouraging the scariness of like I don't yeah. know. But I guess that's what good marketing is. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Anyway. And too, like, I don't know. Every true crime, true crime podcast, I, they talk about, like, techniques and ways to, like, protect yourself as a person. And, like, yeah, because it's, like, stuff like this does happen. We're talking about it every week. So, like, true. make sure it doesn't happen to you. Or like, try your best. Listen, I'm too easily spooked for any of this. The, the fact that we facts. watch this show is just, like, even though I still haven't finished it. Every show I tell you not to watch, you watch, and then Loki were at it. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I love good content. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault that they're just producing it at a rapid rate at all of you streaming services and at Disney Plus. It's about to get all my coins uh, in like two months. I can't wait. And the new Proud Family. Also can't wait. And the new Lizzie McGuire. I'm actually very interested to see what they're really about to do with that. Same. Like, like, are she is she married to Gordo? Is she like just a thirty year old single mom? Oh, I like, hope not. What's going on? But but I'll watch. Um. Oh, I was just gonna say back to the episode. Oh yeah, but back to the episode. So that was the end of it. That was the end of episode six. Yeah. Um. It, honestly, like there is struggle in this episode, but it's a lot of Joe walking around being confused and like hallucinating and hallucinating and like we learn a little bit more about Candace, his ex girlfriend, and. A little bit just that she was around and that he was probably just as jealous with her that he is with like and obsessed Beth. yeah absolutely but we know that because he's crazy yeah we didn't really have to do that much to prove that um yeah and tune in to the next episode where we discuss episode seven of you 
per usual, thank you so much for listening. If you got through all of this, yeah, please find us on our socials at a lifetime of trash. That's a lifetime the regular way trash the regular way if you have any series movies anything lifetime related that you would like for us to rate review and do a podcast about please send it to our email a lifetime of trash at gmail.com and we are so appreciative for you goodbye (laughs) goodbye